shine for You dwells between the cherubim shine for You dwells between the cherubim shine for You dwells between the cherubim shine for Jesus for the blessing of your spirit we thank you father for all that you do we thank you father for grace to be here we thank you Jesus for help father to be gathered here once again thank you father for leading us father in your word in your life in the manner of your name the culture of your spirit thank you father for all that you do thank you for strengthening us Jesus we just thank you we give glory to your name oh father we ask this morning that you release grace upon our hearts let grace flow Father, that there will be no hindrance this morning in our hearts, in our spirit, that the grace that you give will be made available, that our heart will find the entrance into your word. Since the entrance of that word given light. And give it understanding to the simple. We ask, Father, that the grace to enter your word this morning, you will put upon every heart. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray, Father, that you would help our spirit to align with you this morning. Father, I pray that you will help me this morning to find direction in your word and you will help every heart to gain entrance into the same world Lord help each and every one of us to connect with your thought this morning to align with your word to align with your spirit Lord we pray that you will deal with every fear that stops us from moving, from launching in faith into that which you have to give. We pray for 
grace to be strengthened with might in our spirit, in our soul, by your spirit in our inner mind. We pray, Father, this morning that fears will be dispelled, lies will be removed, truth will remain, help will be given to us. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. Give you all the glory. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed and worshiped. Amen. Let's have our seat. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, welcome everyone this morning. Uh, just take a moment to say hi to your neighbor. Say, I'm happy to see you. I'm glad to see you this morning. And I hope we are smiling as we are looking at each other, they're smiling. Okay. We are smiling, we are not uh, frowning face, eh? No, sir. There's no face. There's no frown. Okay. okay, smile is good. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, uh, before we go into the word, although I don't know where we're going to go yet, but I uh, uh, just you know, thought to encourage us a bit. Hallelujah. Amen. Hope uh, we had a beautiful week. Yes, sir. A week not too stressful. No, sir. Okay. Uh, I know that's where Satan waits for us. You know, as we as we live here now, I mean, we have not left. The moment we leave the door now, it's already with that. It's, it's short. It's, it's not. I mean, well, there are some at the door. There are some around us here. Waiting to distract and you know, just uh, just discourage us. Amen. Amen. But uh, we'll be strong in Jesus' name. Amen. Hope we are not too tired in our body. No, Amen. No, it's good to take care of our body too. Yes, sir. Um, because without it, it will be difficult. I mean, you can't send your spirit here. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can do with us in the spirit. Let's say you are not even listening online or anything. You can't, you can't send your spirit here to go and listen to the word. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Even if you send your spirit without your body, ah, there's a lot of limitations. Now, even if you are here and your spirit is here, but your body is not here, there still be limitations too. So, that our body, we have to take care of it. Yes, sir. Um, it's good that uh, you know we make sure that we're not too too tired. Uh, maybe you know, during maybe on Friday when we're coming for meetings, you know, God will help us to have uh, you know, grace and wisdom so that we we retain our strength for the morning and also even on. I mean, for us, I come on Tuesdays, and especially when we work. You know, after work, you'll be tired, so it's good to to conserve your your strength as much as you can. Amen. Amen. I 
when conserving our strength doesn't mean that we won't work or, or do what we need to do. Just God will help us with wisdom on how to to do them uh, seamlessly. Amen. And uh, trust that uh, Lord will help us. So I trust that our week went well. No matter what happened, we trust that it went well. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Um, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So I'm happy to see everyone here this morning. We are still in the morning. Amen. So Amen. Walking. Okay. Amen. Amen. It's not cutting out, so thank God for that. Aha. So. Thank God that everyone, I'm um, happy to see everyone here. I'm happy to see our faces. It's always good to see each of our faces here, you know, every morning. Every Saturday morning, you know, it's, it's awesome. You know, the, the brightness from our faces is encouraging. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, I guess maybe today I'll just appreciate us again, you know. So, thank each and everyone for being here. Uh, it's been a while since I appreciate it, I see. Okay, so I think you are due for another one. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so I just want to appreciate uh, each and every one for being here. Uh, I'll start from the right to the left. Uh, I don't know where, where I le- stopped the last time. I don't know if it was left to the right, but I'll start from right to the left. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Brad Steven, thank you for being here. And uh, helping us to minister to the Lord with keys. Amen. Amen. Thank you for the grace which you've allowed the Lord to to supply through you. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Uh, Uncle Kevin, thank you for for all that you do. Amen. Thank you for for helping us and uh, for helping with the, the the mixer and the sound. Yeah. You know, sometimes when I'm struggling with that, uh, one looking, I, I, I thought that maybe I figured it out. I just <laughs> there's something we just have like, what's going on here again? Okay, I tried to I tried to tweak one or two things. You no, know, so I'll just wait for him when he lands. Okay, hey, Kevin. So here's the issue. <laughs> so there's a there's a problem with this thing. Um, you know, I think this morning that I was there's one sound that was just humming on. Like, See, there's something, there's a problem with this thing. Say, hey, just talk two seconds. Wow. Wow. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like two seconds. Wow. I've, been, I've been struggling with it for like, let's say 30 minutes or right? Wow. Just assume, just 30 minutes. Right? See, listen, just wow. two seconds. Just in two seconds, just say, hey, wow. say the cord. Wow. Say, okay, I'll just, I'll just, okay. We'll just remove the cord and ah. See, just walk like that. So like, ah. So thank God. <laughs> it's an anointing, a serious anointing. Amen. Do that thing. I just, I just look at it and it just, I just walk like I just, all the, all the zooms and just disappear. I'm like, oh, awesome. This is what the sound should look like. It's not, it's not the other one. <laughs> so we, t- <laughs> we thank God for, for the grace which you allowed the Lord to supply through you. Um, Thank you also for uh, helping us. You know, you know most of the time we will come, you know, tongue come, interpretation. You know that ministry is very important. Yeah. Amen, you know. Yeah. Very important and uh, most of the time we have to wait. We have to wait for it. Amen. So even when it's not around, we have to use faith. Just faith, just go by faith. 
Amen. Amen. That the Lord will help us, Lord will, will strengthen us. But you know, that ministry is very important. So thank God. Thank God for, for you and how you've allowed the Lord to, to grace you. And uh, I pray that the Lord would supply much more grace. Amen. You know, for interpretation. Amen. That the Lord would supply oil even in that ministry. Amen. That it will increase. Amen. That it, the oil will increase for, for grace to interpret, to, to connect the spirit and Amen. grab the heart. That the Lord would supply much more oil and Amen. grace. In the name of Jesus, Amen. that the spirit uh, of the work, even of of the of the administration and uh, what the Lord has set, that it will rest on you Amen. in a higher portion. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And uh, thank you, thank you, and uh, joy. Thank you for for being here this morning and for. Bringing your radiant face, you know, a joyous face, you know, radiant. You no know, one that's singing that song, uh, is it uh, Radiance of the Glory? Yeah. So just picture your face and, you know, wow. see my face, is, my face is radiating, you know. Wow. And just, amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And Auntie Edith, thank you so much. Thank you for for being here and uh, supply. You know, when, when, when she's praying, you know, just, the, whole, the whole place will just light up and, you know, you know. <laughs> Amen. You know, when, when you pray at land like that, everything will just, just flow, you know. She does not even need to say. <laughs> Amen. She doesn't need to do much, you know, just wow. not the groaning in the spirit alone. You just, she doesn't need to open mouth too much, just groan. Just that groan alone, just see the atmosphere, you know. Just pieces the atmosphere like that. So, you know, as we are said, we, we are said with grace, everything will just boom. Amen. Thank you for, for bringing your angel and that with you. you know. Just drink it from your spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord and... Uh, I appreciate my lovely wife. Amen. Thank you for, for that which you supply. Thank you for the grace that you allow the Lord to supply through you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for, for loving me and for marrying me. Thank you for, for you know, that the ministry of, you know, that song, you know, that ministry is very important too. You know, singing and ministering to the Lord. It's a serious ministry. Amen. You know, it just helps our hearts to just align here and there and there will just so that our head will correct quickly and move into the spirit. So if perhaps adventure, the key do not help you. You know, as you are, you know that you know that ministry, that key to your head, all, all things work together. So when that kid land, bang, you know, there's something that you arise in the heart. Okay. If that one did not help you, okay, fine. Then you hear the the the, the mic. What prayer coming? Lord, okay, let us pray. 
When you hear Kevin's voice, now you are still more head. What's going on? Okay. And then you now hear it is groaning. And then that was that was that was not even move you. What's going on? So now 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 you now, now song is now coming, the the voice, the the music, everything. Look, you know, everything has been combined now. If that would not even help you again, ah I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what else we can do. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for you know, where you stand, where you and how you help us to minister to the Lord. The Lord bless you greatly. Amen. And uh, you don't know. Thank you for being here. No. no, she she calls my wife parish mommy, but somehow, no. I just, I know maybe it's like the spirit of the punishment sometimes so just that the spirit is there to just you know just she's I, I call her Mama Mama Grace. She's just just working just working with Grace here and there. Just, you know. It's like it's like Grace personified. Amen. No, you may not see her, you know, with uh, the key. You may not see her with the. You may not see her with. But no, there's a there's a place she's ministering from there. Yay! Amen. Yay! No, and and there's one other thing too. You know, you know, she may not do anything there, but you know, the, the guy here praying. You know, Yay! there's a there's a grace flowing from there. <laughs> that when when you see Kevin praying, you know, you know, you know the is there in the prayer. <laughs> No, just, 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 they are praying together, and, uh, and both of them pray. Amen. Thank you for that which you know supply and allow the Lord to do through you. Amen. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, thank you. But I know it's my thought to appreciate you people. So, <laughs> thank you. I know. Maybe want to cut time now. It's okay. But I accept it. I, I take it. Thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You know our heart is very important when we come for you know, for what like the sort of the where the word land flow from come from is really our heart. And I pray that. The Lord will, will encourage us to be strong. Amen. So how many of us are ready to fight this uh, this morning? I, mean, I hope we all have our weapon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Amen. I like this answer. You know what? <laughs> you know, because this 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 word that we have been we've been fighting this word for some time now. No, it's only for, as, as we start the war, don't the war begins like this, maybe two, three, five minutes. You <laughs> just see some, some war just break out. It's like they are waiting for that war area. What's that? Just war, you know. Nothing, but I hope we have our weapon yes, of warfare. Sir. Amen. And, you know, on Tuesday we are talking about fighting good fight. This is part of the fight, you know. So, you are, you know, even though our weapon is not kind, you see, all the weapons we brought, they are not kind, they are spiritual. Yes, so. There's no kana at all. It may look kana. No. They might be kana instruments, but they're not kana. Because <laughs> we are worried. War, we are ready for war. Amen. Praise the Lord. That war is needed so that 
you can break through yes, in the word. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we are ready. Yes, sir. So we are ready to deal with Satan. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, looking for where to, to go today. I know if if not if nothing, we'll just go back to Isaiah 11. But but before we go there, I just want to quickly ask how many of us have been blessed so far by by the meetings and what the Lord has been saying. Mm-hmm. Hope we have been blessed. Yes, no, most of the time, I feel for us. So. Sometimes after preaching, we wonder. I mean, I wish the people. You know, you know, preaching is not. Not before. Maybe in the longest time, people are thinking about ministry. You know, there might be a picture of you just stand up, so you just you just dishing out the word. You know, yeah. ah, just more like that, man. No, no. There, maybe there are those that do it like that. You know, but. When you realize that to minister is not business man, is a is a serious body, right? because it's, you have to have the heart for the for the people and for the people of God. Uh, that they are bl- to ensure that they are blessed. Right? I mean, of course, you know it's not in your power, but making sure that if that is removed, just forget that all of us can just clap our hands and just go home. You know, it's very important. So, hope you are If you are not being blessed, tell me. Maybe I need to go and do another three days fasting or, or 40 days. Or maybe, maybe I ask this question of, of, uh, of Mike. Maybe because there's Mike now. Maybe I, I say, yes, I'm okay, okay. But I just, just feel for us. I hope, hope we have been blessed. I know that uh, it's not too, you know, sometimes the word will come simply. You know, sometimes, you know, there's a, there's a different way the Lord ministers the word and the way the Lord brings it. Amen. So I just hope that we have been blessed. We're not discouraged. We're not discouraged at all. Because I know that one thing that Satan is doing this is to discourage, is fighting. Satan is fighting to discourage our heart in different, different ways. But we are ready for him. We are ready for Satan. Satan will bruise the head of Satan. Amen. will deal. Satan is there. Is there something? Praise God. Is it better? Okay. Trace so that uh, points to mine. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we're going to deal with Satan. Amen. And uh, so before I continue to the like, does anybody have any question regarding our past teachings or uh or let me see if anybody can can just give me a quick summary or maybe something that just blessed you in the past meetings and you know will flow from there. Maybe I should uh, oh, okay. Oh, this one is moving. Eh? <coughs> Hope it's not. Uh, okay, it's better, eh? All right, all right, all right. Because this one is just uh, dragging and causing noise. Eh? Okay, thank you, thank you. Amen. Amen. So do we have a, do we have a volunteer? Now this is the part that we all. That's this is where eyes need to look at each other and start wondering what's going on. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Let me volunteer quickly and
So I, I, I guess I was crying for a bit now. So all of us were not just looking at each other now. It's okay. I mean, it's not, this thing is just, just I mean, I mean it doesn't have to be lost. You know, I mean, just, just something that, you know, that just, just you know, touch our hands. Just, I just want us to flow from there and let's see what the Lord will do. But, you know, anything that just, you know, bless our heart, you know, the past meetings and, Okay, so we have, see, I don't know, parish mommy, Gra- gracious parish mommy. No, Iduru is you. It's you. <laughs> you are the one that raised your hand. But is parish mommy? You know, earlier we were talking about this, you know, but it's, it's, like, it's like both of us go to carry that tag, you know, but. I cannot carry Okay, fine. Oh, you don't know. Okay. So, um, I would say, like, recently, we've been talking about the Holy Spirit. Okay. A lot, the person of the Holy Spirit, and just I would say, growing in fellowship with the person is like being like renewing our love yeah. for the Holy Spirit. And I think two Saturdays ago, there was something you spoke about about um, the purpose of man yeah. is to inherit God, mm. right? And it just like opened my eyes to see like the way we we go after the things of this oh i want to i want to have this goal this is my goal i want yeah. to maybe i don't want to work in nine to five is my goal right it's like it, that's not really the goal right like there is mm. a goal of inheriting god and you were saying like there is no like oh work life and spiritual life yeah. you know but everything is just one life yeah. and that life is to inherit god and it's like when we say this inheriting god inheriting god it sounds like oh you're just going to inherit one man sitting on the line and that's it's not tied into my question i've asked the question before okay this my husband before but i think i can ask it again okay. <laughs> it's, it's okay. like you know there's a time where we say like our purpose is to in, uh, goal is to inherit god yeah it's like, ah, okay this god i want to inherit is it that man on the throne what is what am i inheriting he gets like am i it's, it seems like am i inheriting am i inheriting the person because the way you were explaining that there is like there is a way you have you will have in, the way there's inheritance like the way like a father will leave inheritance for his children yes. you know you know you know what your father has left you if it's the money in the bank or if it's something but it's like if uh, now that's the question like if the yeah. the the thing that we're inheriting if it can be broken or like let's if i can understand it like mm. you know I want to know what that promise is. Yes, okay. it's, you know, it's not just not, so. I, it's not just so I, so. I can be looking at it and ah, this is it. It's not just a vague thing yeah. in my mind. Where it's like oh, yeah. and it's not just oh, omnipotent, oh, beautiful God, you know, holy God. Yeah. What is that? Con- the thing gone gone. Okay. It, you see. So like that. That was that's the question. Like if the tangibility of that thing can be painted yeah. more and more. Yeah. I know, I, I think I'll say, well, you know, maybe, it's, it's, I feel like it's when you were explaining that it was much more than just, you know, you say, oh, you will change, you will not be doing this again. Okay, will I just be changing, <laughs> changing, changing, you get like, what is the thing gone, gone? Okay. So that would just be my question. Like, okay, you say we're inheriting God. What's that promise? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, sir. Okay, so anybody wants to, to add? So, okay. So this question now, you mentioned that uh, you ask uh, your husband. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're in the spirit. So no, I just, I just, I just want to know, you know, just you know, get from, you know, my guy here that. Okay, what was the answer? Right. 
you tell I mean, no, I, I will talk too. I just wanted to, you know, you know, you know just get the, the answer there and then we will flow. Amen. 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 I, I, I don't think there was an answer. <laughs> but, um, because I'm, I'm unlearned in this case, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> Amen. So that's why we had to bring it here again so that okay. it can be answered. Ah. Okay, so See so this this way, this wisdom. Wow. Kai. Wow. Okay. Kai. Good day. Yeah. Amen. Wow. We had to bring it to the to the altar. <laughs> okay. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So this is inheritance area. <coughs> so about inheriting God. All right, all right. Okay. I think we'll flow from there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. No, sometimes we have to have to dig dig into you know flows in our hearts sometimes. Maybe that's where the message is. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Alright. Uh let's see what the Lord has to say concerning that. <coughs> Amen. Amen. But no, the answer. Okay, I think you have. I think you have the answer. I think you have the answer. Um, but uh, let's just <coughs> okay. Let's let's see. So first of all, I mean, thank you for you know the the addition. And I think that also brought me back to something I was looking at recently. So just the the way the teachings has been going, right? You know, when we are teaching these things. Uh, you know, especially knowing what you know they are teaching now. You know, where we are, where we are better. You know, most of us want to be hearing, you know, eternal, everlasting. Those kind. That, that's what we want to be hearing now, and awesome and beautiful. Amen. Amen. <coughs> and of course, we would have we, maybe if God allow us, we'll, you know, go there. But so far, so good. <laughs> this is where the Lord has allowed us to to flow from. And one thing I also realize is that even though this is where we are flowing from. It's actually even there's even there's even a way that it links back. Yes, I was I was just I think I think Saturday and Tuesday, uh, the scriptures we were playing around when I listened to Revelation Hour because it was after Tuesday I actually listened to Revelation Hour uh, not Revelation Hour writing the vision. It's actually the scripture we were reading they were, they were just playing with just around that like, ah interesting. And I was I mean now that Saturday and Tuesday I was feeling like ah, I hope we we're blessed though. I hope we are blessed. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just listening. Okay, well, maybe I guess, I guess we are still around the same time. So, yeah, that, let's, maybe that's also a consolation in a way. <laughs> Amen. But one thing uh, I just realized I, I'm seeing is that the Lord wanted us to just flow from here. Why? Because we are building foundations. Yes, sir. Right, and that's very important. Yes, sir. Um, you know, sometimes when people listen to uh, uh, life faced Ottawa, you know. Know, the way the word is coming and you know strength from where that word. I mean, Lord will help us to grow. Amen. That we we'll get there one day. And also, one thing I'm seeing also is, you know, there's a way. I mean, there's also a way where you know we can be comparing in the sense that ah, they are there, but we are here. Yeah. But don't de don't despise where you are at. Yes, sir. <coughs> keep 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 feeding. You know, yes, you know, listen there and listen. Just keep feeding there because. There is nothing. There is nothing that is a that is a way. There is nothing that is a 
In short, the Lord knows uh, the Lord that knows how he beautifies yes. everything together. Yes, right? Yes, you know, you might be looking, ah, but they are growing, no, we are not growing. Ah, no, no. You are using a different side. Yes, are they growing? Yes, awesome, beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to see, right? But don't despise your growth too. Yes, don't despise what the Lord is. Because you might you might be looking at those things without the right side. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. It's beautiful if you are looking at it with the with, with a beautiful side, you know. Mm-hmm. Seeing people grow and then you are you are being encouraged oh, too yes, to grow. Yes, right? Yes, it's not you know, you look at it and then you start condemning and start no 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 it's not that that's it. If if what you are looking at is that and then you are condemning yourself, that's not the Lord. What the Lord does, right, is to supply grace in the heart, right? When you see something, to want to become, to want to jump towards yes, it, sir. move towards yes, it, that's, that should be the response in the heart, right? not condemnation or feeling, ah, we are back, we are not. Now, I appreciate what the Lord is doing inside of you now. Amen. And I appreciate God for that. So the Lord is really helping us, and the area that. Uh, I see the Lord, you know, just moving us into, right, in the past teachings. I see uh, a lot of movement, right, towards making us spiritual. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That, uh, is, it, is it my movement across that? Is, that sh- is it white noise? Okay. Is it moving around here? Eh? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> now we found the secret. Okay, now I know. I know the course. Amen. Amen. Better now. Eh? Okay, so that I was like, is that a white noise? Eh? It's like my beard wants to preach too. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, like I was saying, the Lord has been moving us towards. Uh, uh, being towards being spiritual, right? And if you look at it, if the Lord, what the aim of the Lord is to make heart and souls spiritual, yes, sir. right? Yes, sir. And what it means to be spiritual, it's not just those activities that we do, right? I mean, those things are good, yes, right? Praying, reading the Bible. Um, but one thing about that area is that when we are praying, reading the Bible, but missing the aspect of the Spirit, yeah. that's going to be a yeah. that's going to be a serious how do I put it? Well, it's a serious limitation to growth and journey, but uh, it's, it's almost in a way it, it, it's going to tamper with the work the Lord is doing within the heart, right? Because everything we hear. Right, it's not just about hearing this. Hey, they said now let's go and be praying. Okay, maybe not that example. Let's go. What kind of example can I use? Oh, they say maybe. Uh, what's the word now? Okay, okay. All the examples I'm trying to use. I'm trying to use an example that, I, that has no bearing with anybody. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, it's di- but it's difficult to find. Amen. Amen. Say it's okay. okay. It's okay. 
So when they tell us now that, uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, it's mercy, no. There's, it's, there's a reason why I'm using mercy now. Ah! Let's see. Okay, don't feel bad. Yes, just, just, an, just an example. Yes, just, just try to explain something. Yes, okay? So, when they say now that, okay, laying on of hands is for healing and everything, you know, now everything now, lay hands, lay hands, lay hands. Okay. It's not about that. Yes, sir. There's a teaching for understanding. Right now, I'm just, just talking about the heart. There's okay, understand what it is for, but understand the place of the spirit for movement. Right, Thing, when things are done, they are done with doctrine by doctrine. Right, in the sense that when, if the Lord moves for to lay hands and pray, no problem. Right, but we can't be using the name of Him, you know, because if okay, now maybe when you now see Him, you now see Him, you pray for me. There's not, if they are lazy and pray for you, the, the sickness may go. But we don't use it as a tool. Okay, now I know, okay, if that one works, okay, calculation, okay, that, okay, okay, whenever I'm sick, okay, lay hands on me now, I'm sick, pray, okay. You are hitting child, okay, now. Then you now not go and see doctor. Right? <laughs> I'm saying that because there's a, there's a spirit towards anything about the things of God. It's, there's something dangerous about just taking the thing on face value, not the spirit of it, right? Because the letter can kill is the spirit that gives it life. But, and to connect the spirit of it, you have to reach inside, into your spirit, not your mind. If you use your mind, it's, you, you, you can take it literally as it is without the spirit of it, without... The, the life from it. And that's why it's important. We, not, we don't just you know everything we are, if, even though we are here now and then we are hearing one and then, okay, okay, they just say we should not pray again. We should read our Bible. Then we just stop praying and then start reading the Bible. Okay, no, 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 you know what I'm saying? For example, maybe we are teaching now, we just mention something as simple as it's not just about praying, right? No, this, they not say, ah, it's not just about praying. Then all of a sudden, just devalue praying and then just, just. In your heart, just remove prayer and all that. It's not, that's, that's not what it is, right? In the sense that now the heart can just be listening to, to the thing just based on what the face value, not the spirit. Now, every word that has come, maybe we are teaching, right? There is a spirit being, that is being communicated, right? So when you listen to the word without the spirit, there's going to be problem, all kinds of problems, and then also the actual blessing of the word that came might be left and then it might just pass away like that, right? Or it will drop. We can just drop the blessing and then it's like, why? Because we are not using the spirit. So it's important that we, we move into the, the spirit of the thing that the Lord is doing, right? Now to move into the spirit of it, that means that there's a whole lot of attention we have to pay to our spirit, not our mind. When I say mind, I'm, not, I'm talking about our carnal, natural mind. Why? Because the spirit of God can also take over your mind. Right? And, but that flows from within your spirit. Right? So not just using, doing, dealing with things, just, you know, in a, 
ni add just no ni just face value no spiritual in hand. And sometimes that's why maybe when you hear something it's important to also pray about it. You know, when you just ah okay, this is what the Lord, what are you saying? You just begin to pray. Concerned, let the Lord impart the wisdom of it upon you. Amen. I don't know why I'm talking like this again, is but anyways. So um the the aspect of being spiritual is is very very important right like I, like I was saying and one of the things that the Lord would do to get us to be spiritual is to increase our spiritual sense when I say spiritual sense I'm not talking about the nature I'm not talking about the spiritual nature now there's a spiritual nature which they, we can say that a, a soul is spiritual, right? There's a spiritual nature. You know, the same way the Lord, okay, let me put this way, the same way when you are engaged with the Lord, you are, you are meeting, you are praying, all of that, your spirit is elevated, is awoken, is, is raised, right? The, 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 the level of elevation that you have within you, you realize that it's in a, most of the time it will move you beyond just the natural. There's a, there's a way you begin to think which is different, <laughs> and the way you are, are, are apply yourself maybe in meetings or <laughs> see that thing. It's not supposed to just be a meeting thing. You know, but I don't know why I'm saying this. I just say I should quickly say it and disappear. But maybe I'm not supposed to do that. But it's not just supposed to be a meeting thing. It's supposed to be a natural thing that is. Of course, when we come to meeting, because of the supply that the Lord has supplied. Things can also be heightened again, right? Of course, there will be that. There will be that grace that when we come together, right? Which is different from individual. So there's one thing we know about corporate anointing, right? And there's now the individual anointing itself. Now, when we are together like this, there's a corporate anointing at work, right? Now, there's a corporate anointing which can you know, amplify things. You know, just add everybody's anointing, just join together, and then. Amplify things. You see that. So, and this one too will encourage us too, right? Now this is just an encouragement that you know your your anointing is needed, right? It's needed. I mean, it's, I, I'm, I'm I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying your, your anointing is needed. Why? Right? It's beautiful. Like I was saying, signature. Our anointing is awesome. Just everybody bring their own. You know, add. You know. Having all anointed together, you know, it's not just it's not just my anointing. <laughs> the one come together, we we'll come and then teach like this. You know, we take baby. And it's, not, it's not just my anointing. You know, it's just, you know, I know that the, what the Lord is, you know, doing and maybe the graces that the Lord has supplied. But it's not just about that alone, right? It's, it's things coming together, right? And that's how church should be, and that's how church is, right? Yeah. That mind must be there. Right, regarding so it's just different different things that come together. So there's the corporate anointing, right? When there's a lot of anointing, we elevate the hand. But now let me quickly move back to what I was saying earlier is that the 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 way we are, the way we come in, then our minds lifted. You know, there's a place oh, we're just living in a different place. That's what's supposed it's supposed to be a normal thing. Now, now see all the activities or all the how do I put it resources or whatever we we'll do, God will do. To create that kind of atmosphere around us, right? Just 
demand. I know sometimes you can just be praying all of a sudden. And you just burst into you know, tongues, you know, maybe, you know, maybe not just praying, maybe just something will just well up within you, all those, all those things. It's almost, it's almost a foretaste, almost like a foretaste of the nature the soul can, be, can carry. You know what I mean? Like the way the soul can be. Right? The soul can be spiritual. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I'm just trying to use all the English I have in this world to explain that, but I don't know. But the Lord will give us grace and wisdom to understand this thing. In the sense that there is a, there is, when it says spiritual nature, I don't even think the example I'm giving is enough to explain it, but I'm just trying to. Right? When it says spiritual nature, you know, there's a nature that is spiritual. Okay, for you to understand that, the Lord will have to start with something. So when you get born again, get baptized, you know, all those things, different, different things, <laughs> let me put it this way, almost like, you see, see all the things that we as believers enjoy, they are, how do I put it, they are like prophetic things. They are almost like, they operate prophetically. Right? It's almost like a, it's almost like a flow of prophecy. In, you know, for example, you are praying all of a sudden, you moved into, you know, maybe praying in tongues, and from praying in tongues, you're moving into, you know, praying in this, you know, for something. It's pro- that behavior is, is, pro- is almost like a prophetic, <laughs> and it's the Holy Ghost that is doing that. The Holy Ghost is prophetic, right? The soul can also be. I don't know. If I, I know this one that I'm saying. Sorry, if you don't understand it, you know, don't be discouraged. I don't know. I didn't know if I even be talking like this, but the soul. There's what they call, there's what we call the prophetic nature that a soul can, that souls can come into. It's a nature. But I realize that all these things that the Lord has been doing, you know, just you know, praying the Spirit, you experience maybe even the gift of the Spirit that's playing. See all those things. They are explaining something that the soul can can be. The soul can be. I don't know. Honestly, I don't have the word to explain this thing. I don't know, but maybe the Lord will give me grace. But I feel it's almost like I'm talking about the spirit of it, yeah. right? So this thing is something that, the way I'm seeing it, if we are, if we are open, our spirit can interpret it yeah. to understand what I'm trying to say. Your spirit can pick it and interpret it. Don't listen it with, with it with just the mind. Listen with your with your spirit, with your with your heart. And let that so that the import of it will happen, right? It's almost like an import. So sometimes there are times, it could be my own limitation too, maybe I don't have enough vocabulary, you know, there are some people that have, uh, it could be my, just to explain something, but vocabs that we use is just what we're trying to explain something spiritual. I believe the import can happen, even, even though I may not be able to use the right word to explain it, but the Spirit of God can give us a spiritual sense understand what I'm trying to say, right? So the, the soul also ha- can, can come into, you know, what we call you know, prophetic nature. Of course, when we are, maybe later, maybe when we were hearing Reverend, there was a time they were talk, talking about prophecy. Will you, will you be, will you be the spirit of the, the spirit of, uh, for the spirit of, the spirit of judge, the spirit of prophecy. <laughs> and we have used all kinds of scriptures to explain that thing, you know. But it's not just the spirit of, it's of uh, testimony of just spirit of prophecy. It's not just about prophesying. It's a prophetic nature. It's a nature thing they are talking about. Because testimony is tied to the soul. 
The testimony of Jesus is not, is not something that just, it's not like, let me testify about Jesus, right? The testimony of Jesus, the, where you can find that testimony is in tablets. And what are the tablets? The tablet of hearts. It's like the, 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 the Lord showing us a sample in the Old Testament, right? When we have the, the testimony put in the ark, right? They call it, we call it the Ten Commandments. We call it the, the uh, or, or let me put it this way. They also call the ark, the ark of the testimony, right? Because there's the testimony that is upon the tablet that is in the ark. So they call it the ark of the testimony, Right? And what, what did they call the tablet again? That is not testimony. There's something we call it. I forgot. Something like that. That's what the, what the Spirit is showing me. Testimony. We just use the word testimony. Right? Ah. Mm. You know, it, Ten Commandments. Not all right, but just is is ah. I just say Ten Commandment. Right? The Ten Commandment. Ah, there's something in the scripture calls. I can't remember. It's, it's escaping my mind. But yeah, it's tables. But it's, I think they talked about it. Yeah, it's tablets. It's just, it's just more like testimony. But they say the ark of the testimony, right? But the testimony is the tablet, the two tablet, which the things were written on, right? Or is it uh, for that Second Corinthians chapter three? What did he say? Let me not forget my thought. And I will answer that question. God will help me and give me grace to answer the question. Mm. So 2 Corinthians 3, Abby. 2 Corinthians 3. It says, do we begin to commend ourselves? Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Fleshy tables of the heart or the law. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's the law I'm trying to say. Uh, okay. Made us able ministers of the New Testament. Okay, so they call the. <laughs> They call the Act Two Testament, in a way, right? Of the New Testament, written, mm -hmm. well, not of the but of the Spirit, not about the Spirit. But okay. Uh, okay, yeah, I think it's the, the word, the, the Testament. I was trying to mention. I think it's the Testament testimony. Yeah, okay, I think it's Testament. I was trying to say, right? I think is they gave them the testament, right? Uh -huh. Which is the testimony, right? Which they put in the hark, right? Telling us of the the test. The, there's a not, there's an which is and the scripture in Hebrews tells us that all these things. I think Hebrews nine or ten says they are shadows of better things to come. So if it's a shadow, it means there's a real thing. What casts shadow is a real thing, right? So if you are standing and light is shining on you, 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 you can, your shadow can be casted, right? And then we can see your shadow on the floor. Even though, even though we don't see you, we can see your figure, 
Right? You can see, it may not be perfect, but we can see your figure, we can see your shape. In short, if you have different hairstyle, you can, you can, you can have a sign of what it looks like, but it, may, it won't be the perfect image of who you are, but it will give us a glimpse of who you are. Like, or let me see your figure, if you look at the, the shadow on the floor, right? Is this place getting cold a bit? Okay. I thought my, the, the floor is a bit cold, but maybe it's just me. All right. If it's not cold, it's good. But I want to check that temperature to increase it if it is. If it, is it has dropped again. Amen. So the, 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 the testimony that they gave Israel, right, was, a, was like a, was a shadow. So, it's, so if there was a testimony there that was powerful like that, right, now, you know what makes the ark powerful is a, is, is a bunch of things, right? Things inside to it too is important, right? They didn't just take the ark and then remove it. The, the, the testimony was being there, right? Aaron's rod aborted, right? Eating man. See the kind of things they put there, right? So they are important too. So if there is something like that that the Lord showed to Moses as a shadow of better things to come, it means that there's a real testimony yeah. in the spirit. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, the scripture made us understand that that testimony is the testimony of Jesus. Hallelujah. Which is the spirit of prophecy. Right? And looking at, looking at it this way, <laughs> right? You see that in the ark, right? It means that the testament itself must have its own spirit. That it adds to the ark. Right? I'm not going to talk too much about it, right? I'm just trying to explain because, but, ah, that's what Jeff said, it's not going to just mention and then disappear. Right now. But, <laughs> so, but, the, okay, uh, just, just a thought that I'm saying is not, so I'll have to look into scripture to, to explain that. But, if the testimony of Jesus is a spirit, it means that the testament also has, a, has its own spirit, right? In the, the one that was aiding Israel, right? Maybe when the ark is manifesting, maybe there's what that testimony adds to. Of course, when you talk about the ark there, it's almost, I don't even know how to explain it's, The ark is powerful, I think it's because of what the ark is. It's just where God communes. Although there's a sense that the ark is God. Right? But I don't think that ark in itself is God. That's what the Lord is using that ark to explain, to signify. But because of the ark and what is there, everything there, that, whatever it is, the ark in itself eh, eh, is an altar. The ark is also an altar. How I can tell because the ark also receives blood. Right? When Moses, the way the Lord told Moses to offer, he will sprinkle, okay, when he offers sacrifice, right, they will take the blood, move into the holy place, sprinkle the altar that is in the holy even in the most, when it sprinkled upon the horns as well, blood. Upon the, and it's altar that receives blood. So the ark in itself is an altar, right, which the Lord can come out 
the Lord can commune. No altar is for, how do I put it? The, the altar is the bridge. I don't know why am I talking about all these kind of things. The altar is the, is, is like the, the is, is what connects man and God. Right? It, it, it is almost impossible to reach God without an altar. Actually, it's impossible. Look at scripture throughout. Everywhere God is reached, there's an altar. Right? The only place where I don't see an altar is Eden. But maybe the tree itself is an altar. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a thought. I'm not saying that's what it is. Okay? So don't just take that one and go. Okay. So the, 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 there's, I don't see an altar there, but I'm sure. Ah, okay, there's an altar there. Adam and Eve are the altar. Uh-huh. M- the way God created man, right? You, are, you, as a person, you are an altar. Or let me put it this way, you are a temple that has an altar. So within your members, there, is, there, are, there are instruments for to connect God there. So God made sure that you as a temple, and of course, when you see every temple must have an altar, like the way the, the outer court, holy place, most holy, there are altars in there. And the purpose of the altar is to, is to touch God, right? Because when you have the altar in the holy place, they will offer sacrifices which God can accept in the holy place. Then when you move into the most holy, you now have another altar there, which is the ark for to commune. Or let me put it this way, every ark, every altar is for communion. Whenever you have an altar, it's to commune with God. The level of communion is just different. When the Lord showed us the example in the, in the tabernacle, like, like he showed us, right, in the, out, the, the outer court has an altar. There's a communion there, born inside here. It's, it's that one, they will tell you that you have to offer, a, offer the sacrifice as a sweet-smelling server unto the Lord. Which way that, because the, what you're offering outside is also for the Lord, though, just at a level. Then when you move into the holy place, you offer incense. It's also for to commune with God. Then when you move into the most holy, where the communion takes place is in, upon the ark. Mercy seat, the Lord said, from where which I will commune with thee, he spoke with Moses. Right? So, God will let me how I got here, but, but let me finish this thought and then I'll journey back, right? So, the altar there, the altar that Moses had in the most there's a summary of what I'm saying, but I will get there. Let me quickly get there and move forward, okay? So the altar there is for to commune, right? With God. So the Lord installed an altar in every man. There's an altar there. In short, your heart is also your heart, that heart of a man. You know that's where that's where everything happens. You as a spirit, soul, and body, see that you as a temple, you have an altar. There, your heart is also an altar. Because what you offer to the Lord is things from, from your heart. That's what you offer to the Lord. Which is why, even, for example, when we come to meetings and then maybe they are singing around you and then we are not connected, just check your heart. That's that heart, that place. Most of the time, if there's something off with that heart, 
when you move into a, a, a spiritual atmosphere, the Lord will have to maybe supply a lot of spirit, but to shift the heart and then maybe remove the weight, and then all of a sudden the heart is open. Ah, let me raise a hand. See, see where all the operations, surgery, everything is that heart. So you not blame scripture when he says, not scripture, or God said on scripture that says, guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it flows all the troubles of life. That, that scripture, in short, gives, gives us insight to all. <laughs> That's the answer to all of our problems. <laughs> but not, I won't say, but I'm just, God says I'm trying to say. Like, say, guard your heart with all diligence. That heart is important. Guard it. Or, or do you think maybe when we come here and then my heart is just one way or other and then I want to teach and then you think it's good? It's good. Not tea. All right. There are times maybe I'm, I'm sad about something. You know, when I try to minister, it's so difficult. Difficult. Then I pray, 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 God help, help. And then maybe somehow God just help and then arrange the heart and shift it so that. Why? Because that heart is where the Lord will land. See, if word is going to come out, that heart is where the, if it's not, if it's not okay, the Lord can't land there properly. Right? So that, so what am I saying? Take care of your altar. Right? Attend to it. Don't just leave it. Does that, okay, will you get offended with different things? Yes, no problem, but take care of that heart. Take care of it. Guard it with all diligence. If Satan is trying to you know, shift you, get you offended at different things. See that heart, guard it. Maybe you are, they start, you are, begin to start thinking a weird way. Okay, see, it's only the spirit. Ah, guard that heart. Move it quickly. No, 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 no. Why in the spiritual heart? So, Lord, thank you. Why? See that, that heart is important where the Lord will land. So, the altar is very important. It's awesome. Amen. So inside the altar is where they put the testament. So the the ark, which is an altar, right? So they put the testament. So inside your heart too, they are going to put the testament there. That's where they write the laws. Write your laws upon my heart and not on a stone. Come put your laws in my mind and make me your own. By the word of old, consecrate me. Secret your everlasting covenant in my heart. You see? Oh, that's all, that song is just ministering about the heart, too. Talking about the heart. That's where the, right, that's where the testimony is. And if a testimony is upon the heart, too, right? There's a way that testimony is. These things are spiritual things we are talking with words. We get, right? If, if the laws of the Lord or the, can be written upon the heart, that's what Second Corinthians chapter three is saying here, right? Where Paul began to talk about the 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 words written upon tablets, written upon heart, fleshy tables of the heart, right? So the heart is also the the heart can receive testament too, right? Can receive a testimony, amen. amen. Uh, so. My thought concerning the okay. The the heart is where the the laws, the testimony will be installed in. Right? Now what they should install there is also is is a testimony, right? See those laws that they say they will write upon the heart that should be installed on the heart, those laws they are coming from somewhere. 
you are coming from the from someone else's law. It's the law of God. Amen. Amen. Uh, let me put it this way: it's the law of God that you want to write there. But before you get to that, there is a law that must be there first. Is a is the law of Christ. I'm seeing something, but I don't have the grace to teach that one now. I'll leave it. But let's just, let's just move into what I'm seeing, right? But to simplify it more, it's just see that heart, right? There must be a testament there. That testament that must be there is also, is also the testimony of Jesus. Jesus has a testimony, right? Which you must receive. That testimony are also are laws. Which they are saying the law is a spirit. Not the law is a whatever you say. Where law is, there is spirit. Law you can you can substitute spirit for law. Law is spirit. So when I'm saying the spirit of prophecy, of course you can you can also say the laws of prophecy. I mean, okay. Mm, well, there's a way. Okay, that, is it? Revelations 19, Abby. Is it Revelations 19, Abby. Is it, I think it's 19, am I right? Yes, but verse 10. When John saw this, he said, and I fell, okay, thank God, I'm, I'm, what I'm seeing is right. He said, and I fell at his feet to worship him, and he said unto me, see that thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren that have the testimony. So I am of thy brethren that have. So because not everybody that can have that testimony, right? That have the testimony of Jesus. And, and they're not just talking about people that are born again. These are talking about people that have been developed by the Spirit. Amen? Amen. And that says, uh, say, worship God. Say, for the testimony of Jesus is the Spirit of... Now, they're, they're not talking about the Holy Ghost of prophecy here. Some, the picture that was in my mind the longest time before maybe there was any small understanding around this thing is that the spirit of prophecy is Holy Ghost that will you know, allow prophecy to happen one way or the other. Like maybe somebody will come in and prophesy. No, but this is a small letter S. So small letter S is law. So the spirit of prophecy, they are talking about the law of prophecy. The law to prophesy. The law that makes men prophesy. Right? And to prophesy that they are talking about here is not using your mouth to say, the Lord said tomorrow you shall see a sun and then the sun shall be darkened and then your life shall be turned around. Somebody will come call you at 12 p.m. tomorrow and then call you. No, it's different. This spirit of prophecy is a spirit of a life. There's a life of prophecy, which the soul. Ah, sorry, I'm. I feel I'm talking from a place I don't think I should be. Because I feel there's a lot of <laughs> background needed, and to be honest, to give this kind of background, it's gonna take. I don't know how long we are going to spend. So ah, but okay, I'm not just saying it and disappearing. That's why I'm putting some flesh around it, so that in case we have questions, yeah. no, we can ask. Okay, but. Even me, you may not fully understand, but don't be discouraged. Um, I will try and go back to where I'm coming from. But I just felt I should talk about these things. See, the spirit of prophecy is a law of prophecy. 
which is, think the way men prophesy with the gift of prophecy, right? The spirit will move upon them and they begin to see, they begin to speak concerning it. Now, now see that as a soul doing that. Is it so that the spirit of the Lord came upon and begin to do things that is in the heart, that is in the mind of God? No prophecy is saying what is in the mind of God. But the soul doing what is in God's mind. If a soul can begin to do, that soul is prophesying. Why? Because is is some in the spirit doing in a way is also speaking. When you when you do some things, when you when you live in a certain way, you are making a statement. Imagine somebody slap you now, you're not offended. Like Jesus said, turn the right cheek and you did it. You've said something in the spirit that got attention of spirit. Who is that? They slapped you, you turned the right, they slapped the right, you turned the left cheek. Who did that? That is a strange life. It's strange. When I say strange, it's strange to evil spirit because it's not that it's strange, but I'm saying it's strange because the way they've programmed men is that when they slap you, give your own back right away. Bah! So when you behave that way, I'd be like, evil spirits will be clapping for you. Uh-huh. You are living our life. What's up? That's good. Correct. But they slap you. And then you turn the left cheek. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know how I will behave they slap me. I know I won't slap back. Oh. I know I won't slap back. I may not get angry. I may be sad. I may get a little bit tipped. But to turn the cheek, to, for you to slap the other one, ha! Ah. But one thing I know, thank God, that that one may be difficult physically. But when you remove the physical one to go into the soul, the soul can do it. I'm just saying that the soul can do it. Right? It's just slap your right cheek. You want to respond, just turn the left cheek. Just think about the soul behaving there. There's a way the soul can behave. Maybe husband wife fighting just or maybe discord, maybe husband did something, wife did something. Want to talk. But no, you just turn the left cheek. Even if the wife or husband go shock. And even if it's between you and your friends, even your friends say go shock. That thing the soul can behave in such a way. There's a way the soul can be that can it can, it can, it can turn the left cheek. No, I mean not turn the physical cheek. <laughs> that one hard. Ah, I don't go lie hard. But maybe the Lord said that to make us see how difficult it is. Even in the soul. When something happens, just to let go. You know, that attitude is, is a let go attitude. When they slap you, right, you let go. I see nothing happened to you. I see they didn't slap you. Okay. I see them just continue. Okay, okay. So that's what you want us to do. Okay. All right. Why do this? Okay. Ah, okay. Honey, I know you offended me. Or maybe it's your friend. Ah, Sister Jide. Also, Brother Jide. Sister Titi. You know, this thing you did, eh? But, no, it's all right. Now, sometimes talking about it helps, right? But, you know, there's a way you can, you know, they slap, 
know, just maybe offended or maybe you're accused about something. No, to slap you, all kinds of things can be. Maybe it could be an accuser. It could be somebody got you angry. But slapping your right cheek is. You can read it as offending your soul in a serious way. And then instead of reacting, this one is available for you. Yeah, slap it too. I'm a fool for you. And that one, but the but the soul can do it. It's possible. I believe there's enough strength for a soul to do that, right? And like I was saying earlier. Let me go, I don't know, I just moved into this one, but do you know that when a man do, do something like that, evil spirit, are, they are out, they, they, wherever they are, it's, it's, like, it's like you slapped them. Somebody is about to escape our life. The, you know, the, the, what, what, what evil spirits do is they program men and they watch it. Like programmers, when they build something, they watch it, they log activities for error or something. They will, when they log the error, and an error happens, they look at it to find out, ah, what happened here? Something didn't work well. What happened? Okay, they look at the error log, then read the information there, try to figure out what the problem is, and then fix it. That's how evil spirits will program men too. Whenever you move out of their life, what you are programmed, that program is law. Inside the heart, whenever you operate a different kind of law, yeah. in them it has signaled an error log in the spirit, mm. and the spirit in charge will take, quickly take a look. What just happened? They'll be looking at the record. Hey, this this person has been has been uh, has been working. A, ah, okay, something happened. Here. Ah, it's a different a different information. Ah. A different information came into this system to make it be, ah, okay, how can we patch it such that no patches had programmers fix uh, error in, in programs. So they, they create a solution, then they patch it into the program. You know, patch, as when you see portal, they patch, when they patch it by hand. You know, and spirits are like that, they can patch you and me. They can. Maybe, you, maybe you've, <laughs> you've come into some grace. They are looking for how to patch you back to how you were. That's why it's a constant fight, wrestling in the, you know, in the spirit. Amen. So, but let's not be afraid. I mean, we have overcome the world. That's what Jesus said. So I'm not saying that to discourage you. I'm saying, I'm just telling you what evil spirit do. Right? Because now I've said this and some people can be like, oh, they're about to patch me. Everybody will say, what they, they are patching me. This thing, this evil spirit. This thought is coming back. Lord, no, I thought I've left it. No, that, they're not trying to, I mean, they are trying to. Uh-huh. Spirit, they will bring things back to get you back to where you are coming from. Right? So, them bringing it back, it's not, it's, it's not necessarily a sign that you are dead. It's a sign that you are about to escape. So they will begin to bring it to you that no, 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 don't, don't go, don't go. So sometimes we can magnify those things as if, but no, you just, you just sit and trying to get your foot back. Right? Because they don't, they don't like people escaping. So the moment, the moment a soul behaves differently, they know that a different law has landed in the heart. Ah, something is wrong. Somebody is about to escape our life. Right? 
So they will begin to walk upon that soul. They will walk upon that soul. Why? No, you must not escape. You must not escape. You must not escape. Those are the, those, that's what evil spirit they are geared towards. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, I'm talking about this uh, soul, soul escape, right? Then it gets attention of spirit because spirits are programmers. There's a way. Huh? There's a, I'm talking. I'm talking about the soul. What got me there is talking about a soul living a kind of life or living the life of prophecy. Right? That's what I was explaining. I'm moving to you, behaving. Right? So when when a soul like do sort of thing, right? Just they slap you, turn the right, right, turn right. They slap the right, you turn left. You've made a statement in the spirit. You've just said something. Wow. And what you said is reverberating in the, realm, in the spirit that got the attention of evil spirit to quickly look. Ah, somebody's about to escape. Yeah, so what, because spirits are sensitive to prophecy or prophetic life. They are. Because they understand it, they know it. So when a prophetic life is is at work. Prophetic life is not just about the gift. There's prophetic gift. There's prophetic life. The Lord enables us to see prophetic gift as almost like, a, like I say, a foretaste or a shadow of the prophetic life. Now imagine the way you can move into the spirit and just see an evil spirit that is doing something and then maybe know what to do. Those are the things that the soul is capable of. Sometimes you can, as you are, maybe you don't know, maybe the Lord wants to deliver you from something. Yeah. You can just all of a sudden cite how you should be. Yes, sir. The moment you cite it, the sending of spirit has happened in your soul. Yeah. is a, a prophetic yeah. gift. Uh, right? I, I'm not saying that's the, the sending, uh, get what I'm saying. Yeah. That's not the gift. I'm just using the gift to explain the, the activity. Your soul has just discerned something. And most of the time, I think like, uh, Daddy was preaching. I can. I think he was still in the revel- uh, in the writing uh, division that he was explaining when uh, he saw a spirit of condemnation, right? Like a skeleton. And the moment he saw it, he was free. Wow. It's almost like when you see things in the spirit, the moment you see them, the spirit loses its grasp, right? Almost like an, seeing them gives some kind of understanding, right? So he was explaining an issue with that the that uh, someone had, where they were. It was in camp. They went to a camp meeting, right? And then they were in their room in the dorm, and then all of a sudden, the person was behaving erratic. So, long story short, quickly fast forward to. So they prayed, tried everything, nothing happened. They had to put a chair on top of the person, right? Hold them down. So finally, Reverend Hagen came. He looked at the man. It's reported, I'm giving you a story I was told too. So, so he looked at the man. So the way I'm talking to him, he looked like, see, maybe I'm the one that I, I, I received the story too. So, so they said, Reverend, said, Pastor, Reverend Hagen looked at the man and he said, go. So later, when they asked him what happened, he said he saw two flies. Fly, flying around. So that's what and he said, go. But those flies are spirit. Mm. So he said, go. Then when they left, it was okay. When they now asked the guy later, what were you saying? He said he was seeing two horses. Two horses. When I fly. Oh. 
So they were saying that those flies magnified themselves as horses to him. But it was just a fly. <laughs> Some of us, that's how we behave. Or let me not say that's how we behave. That's how evil spirits behave to us. They will make you magnify things that is... Because what they did to him is they touched his imagination. They magnified themselves as horses. But they were just flies. So, what I, was, I just tell you that story, but what I saw in that is that the moment everybody has been trying everything, but when again came, he saw the spirit and he addressed it. Meaning that the, when, when, you, when the Lord opens your soul up prophetically to, to discern certain things or natures you come into, his deliverance has come. In short, they, they've, they've come to set you free. You see it, solution. That's, that's the solution will come. When you see a problem, it's half solved. Right? Imagine the guy that was saying, he just noticed that they were flies. He's like, uh-uh, what have I been chasing myself for? Like, Get away. Right? So when you see something, the problem is half solved, if not almost solved. So it's like when the sending of speech is at work, it comes, opens, opens the eyes, and then you see, and uh-uh, the thing I've been seeing wrongly. Let me see it clearly. Then you can address it, right? Mm-hmm. So the soul, the soul. I just, I'm just let me wind back to the soul, right? The soul can also discern such a thing, right? And pick it, right? The soul can behave, and the explanation: the soul can behave prophetically, right? That's a prophetic gift at work. I'm not saying sh- I'm trying to juxtapose a prophetic gift with prophetic nature. Right, which is also the prophetic life. Right? Is it so with the prophetic nature is different from but you can get a glimpse of what it looks like by looking at the prophetic gift. And so also I was saying earlier that when I said the spirit of Jesus, so the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. I was using that to explain the prophetic nature. And the prophetic gift as well. Right? In explaining the prophetic nature, I have to move into the way the soul can behave prophetically. The way it lives a kind of life. And by living that life, it has made a statement in the spirit. So that soul is prophesying. And what it's prophesying are things written inside of it. Right, the laws or the testament of Jesus, which he has, amen. So that's so can, <laughs> but that's the way I'm going, right? I just quickly explain that, right? And I go to this prophetic thing, I was, I was explaining, um, I think now I can go back, I, 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 can't, I can't remember, I journey to this. What I was trying to say. I know where I'm going now, but I just want to make sure I I connect the dot before I move forward. No pastor says he said one time like that that I'm fast. So me I'm trying to slow down. Say, ah, see, I just so I just drop it like that and be going. I say, ah, it's true. Maybe I should start slowing down small, small. Amen. Amen. So the 
the prophetic. Okay. What was I saying earlier? Okay. So I was talking about life, right? Now I'm talking about the testimony of Jesus, which is the spirit of prophecy. Then use that I've explained how souls can behave in a prophetic in a prophetic way. Now, what was the reason why I was saying that? It was because I was trying to explain something about the soul. But test, okay, temple, okay, all that. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Actually, ah, actually, this is where actually everything sprang from, right? About the testimony of Jesus, right? Uh, and I was, I was saying that the Lord wants to make us spiritual, right? And to be spiritual, there's something I'm missing about how I got to this spirit of prophecy. But I guess I've given a sense of what I want to say. So let me move back to the main reason. Because now it's one o'clock and I'm supposed to end by one thirty. And I've not answered the question. I guess I'll go with Grammy's speed so that I can quickly finish this thing. Amen. Amen. So the our have we have we been blessed so far? Yes, sir. Right. So the spirit. Okay. I think there was there was something I was saying about getting the spirit, not just the letter. Right. Is that near where I moved into the spirit of prophecy? The heart. I was talking about testimony. Right? Ram Ark, right? Okay. To make us spiritual. Okay, so the Holy Spirit stuff, I'm sorry, okay, and they are prophetic. Yes. Say that in again, hey, thank you. Let us have to. So, there's a nature that is spiritual, spiritual nature. Okay, the Holy Spirit starts from somewhere, and they are prophetic. And by that, I mean the Holy Spirit starts from when we get born again. There are things that we are coming to which are prophetic things. Right, but there's a there's there's a spiritual nature, and in a way, I think me explaining that spirit of prophecy and nature actually explain that, yeah. in the sense that the spiritual nature, right, is tied to the to what I was explaining about is so being prof to to by living by prophecy, yeah. the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, mm-hmm. is a nature, it's not a pro- is a nature, mm-hmm. right. Um, and I said that that spirit of prophecy that we're talking about is tied to souls, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> it's tied to souls. So you can't, you, can't, you can't talk about the spirit of prophecy, right? Which is, which is also a prophetic nature without moving into souls of men being developed. If you don't move into the area of developing souls, if anybody is confused about why I should be growing or thinking about being developed spiritually, this should answer that. 
Why? If you want to be like these men, say, I am of thy fellow brethren, the prophets. This is who they call prophets in the spirit. Right? I'm of thy fellow, they are, they are those that are called prophets in the spirit, not because of a gift, but because of nature. Right? So if you want to be those that is, they told John, John wanted to bow to the angel, said, no, say that thou do it not. He said, you too, you have this thing. I'm of thy fellow brethren, the prophet, who have the fellow. Say I'm a fellow, meaning he has a stay, he has a, he has a fellowship there. He's a fellow. I'm of thy fellow brethren, the prophet. So he's in the fellowship of the prophets. Like, you know, in, uh, have, have you seen a lot of the rings? You say fellowship of the ring. Uh-huh. So part one is the fellowship of the ring, how they all came together, you know, for to guide the ring, to escort the ring back to Mordor, right? Uh-huh. Um, if you have not seen it before, are you guys have seen it now? Mordor, that's, I've I seen of us, I've seen Ring of Power that Prime has, they're talking about, it's the ring, they're talking about the ring came, they, in that story, they told us how Mordor came to be. Now, Mordor was, is the land of, like, in the Lord of the Rings, Mordor is the land of ox, beast, right? But it was not usually, it was not that before, it was a normal land that, be, it, that belonged to middle eight men. Men, middle men are men like you and me. And actually, the Lord of the Ring, this was just a quick gist, of, but you know that the Lord of the Ring is actually a story crafted from scripture. Wow. So funny. If you, want to, if you want to see the whole picture, you have to read it. The books are plenty. There are different ages. There were ages that started, and the age actually started in the heaven. The first age was heaven. They was talking about crea- it was creation. He actually talked about Satan. He talked about the falling of how Satan fell. He talked about, but they didn't use the word Satan. They were talking about they are using characters. They were talking about how that one that fell began to influence. Then later you have sorcerers, right? Different, different things. But Lord of the Ring, there's a there's a oh if you check it, go on, see all the pre- see that word Lord of the Ring was actually a part. That one is actually at maybe. It's, I can't remember, maybe it's the third age or seven, because as at that time, Mordor has already been taken, right? Which they told us in, in uh, Prime, about in the rings, how the rings of power they came to be, right? Mordor has already started, right? Uh, Galadier is already retired. Because later we see how Frodo went to see Galadier in one way. I can't remember, in, the, in Fellowship of the Ring, she, she herself even have a test to, to still pass before. But anyways, I just, but let me not bore you with a lot of the ring story, although it's interesting, but anyways. But uh, it's, I, I, can't, I, I think it was last September, right? When everyone was using a lot of the ring to explain things. It's actually this, it's, it's the same thing, right? The bad guy, he took ring and then put his life there. Yeah. As long as people are wearing that ring, he, can, he, he, would, he would resurrect. Wow. And that's it. As long as we wear Satan's things, yes. he has hope. That's just what that is. But anyways, let's leave that aside. Ah, did I get to murder again? Uh, I was talking about prophetic life, right? The life, the fellowship of prophets, right? So prophets, so John was, was a prophet. And when I say prophet, not just by gift, but by nature or by development. He was developed to be a prophet. 
right? And these are not ordinary men. These prophets, they are those that can near God. They have an inheritance, right, that allows them to come near God. Okay, what am I saying? So just to summarize it, if they have the testimony of Jesus, it means that they have what it takes to connect God. Because they, they have the ark, they have the testimony, they must have eaten the hidden manna. So what you are look, those prophets, what you are looking at, acts, just acts, not just as a person, but being built an ark also, right? Which, from which God, is that qualifies for a, another kind of fellowship? There's a different kind of fellowship that they have in that area. Because the way you fellowship in the ark is different from how you do it in the holy place. Different how you do it in the outer court, Right? So that's what all that is about. But anyways, let me quickly move forward. I must answer this question before time goes. So, and funny enough, the question itself is another one as well. But anyways, but the Lord will grant us speed to answer it quickly, shortly. And so if you want to, so what I'm saying is that if you want to have an inheritance, right, and you, as a Christian, like I was saying, want to have an inheritance, you want to, you want to, you want to be the best you could ever be when it comes to fulfilling your person. Right? You can't remove these things. So if you want to be like, if you want to, if you want to, okay. You, I mean, I'm not saying that's the end. Though. You must at least attain this prophetic nature. Right? So if at all anybody wants to attain something like that, then, therefore, there are, there are, there are what do I put? I, this thought don't escape. I was talking about the need for, for this thing, right? If you want to be, as a Christian, if you want to, uh, fulfill, you must, I guess that's what I'm saying, you must grow to this, to this phase at least. Right? Mm -hmm. So, Christianity is not just gifts, do my thing, and everything else. Christianity is about development, developing you to come fully into what God, right, wants you to come into. And I, when I say that, I'm talking about inheriting God fully, right? Because we can separate Christianity in a whole lot of ways and different, different things that people focus on and, and do. Right? Amen. Amen. I still feel like there's something I wanted to say. I, I can't remember, but God will help me to remember. Amen. Uh, the. Yeah, I'm too fast. I'm trying to slow down. Amen. I'm just moving. Amen. I'm just moving. I'm just moving. But I'm trying to. God is helping me to. To slow down, small, small. You know, when I'm moving too fast, I know it can be confusing a bit. So let me slow down so that we all get the import. <laughs> so um, the the thought I was trying to say earlier, right, concerning I think I was talking, I was talking concerning uh, prophetic nature, right, and prophetic gifts, where the Lord will start from, right. The Lord wants to be the spiritual nature. God wants us to be spiritual, but it will start from somewhere, right? And 
talking about spiritual nature, right? We're talking about spiritual prophecy tied to souls, right? You can't talk about the spirit of prophecy without talking about the soul, right? Being developed, right? So this is something that every believer must aspire for, right? If you if if we want to if you want all of God, you can't just say that uh, all these things are things that just said. Let me just forget about it. Let me let me continue my Christian life, JJ, and just go. No, Christianity is development. When you talk about being a Christian, it's growing up. It's being developed. It's being raised. And that's one of the hardest thing that has ever happened to man. Do you know what it takes to de- so? Ha! So? To develop a soul is not beans, man. Souls and one soul is a multitude. All kinds of men inside one man. Just one man, just one. You can have nations, tongues, kindreds. You know the Lord must redeem us from out of every nation, tribe, tongue. <laughs> so see where they will redeem men from. Mm-hmm. Redeem them from out of every. You know what they say that they are redeeming us from? You know, one man can have all of that inside. You can have tongues, nations. You know, see that tongue where it's even easy to explain. You know, out of every tongue. You know, when they are saying one language, you are saying another. You know, when the Lord is saying. <laughs> What the Lord is saying, what there's a different language you are speaking in short. When the what the what the other one that the Lord is saying is coming to you, you're already saying your own. What's that? What you are saying is your own. Please, I have my own tongue. So they need to redeem you from your own tongue, and then move you into God's own, okay, into righteous tongue. Amen. Sorry, now I think I should start moving towards answering the question. But I think I think the sense I was trying to give. I feel sorry. Would you read the Bible? Did you read the Bible? Hey. You read Corinthians, yeah? Okay, we read small. Okay. So. <laughs> so, the. 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 What's important, right, is that a soul is raised to be spiritual, developed to be spiritual, right? Now, for a soul to be spiritual, now, now I guess this way I'm now separating, I think I'm separating two things. The, the sense we have about spirituality and the spiritual nature. A soul can be spiritual. Right? But a soul can do spiritual things. Or do spiritual activities. But doing spiritual activities in itself is not what makes a soul a spiritual soul. Right? The spiritual activities that a soul is doing can, in a way, 
bring grace, help to get a soul to become or to be developed to be spiritual. Right? I'm not removing the spiritual activities. In short, there's a, there's a link between the two. Right? So spiritual activities in itself, just doing it, praying, reading your Bible, right? Uh-huh. I guess uh-huh. this is what I should say. You see, when you do all those spiritual activities, there should be something in understanding around that. Right? Is that all this thing I'm doing is for me to be developed. Part of the, part of the spiritual activity there would, would bring forth fellowship. Right? So, for example, when you pray, you read your Bible, there's, 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 there are spiritual import that everyone can use that for. Right? To put something in you that will develop, develop, develop. Amen. <laughs> that will develop into, 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 sorry. That would develop. Amen. Into. That would develop. Okay, so those spiritual activities that would develop our soul. Right? Amen. Amen. So, spiritual activities that we're engaging is the first, is where the Lord starts from. Amen? Amen. Which is very important. The Lord does not do anything just for the sake of it. Right? The Lord is not going to start from there if it is useless. I think I've mentioned this before. There's a wisdom in the Lord in the way the Lord builds. He adds. And him adding is not removing what has been there. You see the wisdom of adding. First Peter, Second Peter chapter 1, right? Add to your faith virtue. Right? Add to your virtue knowledge. Add to your knowledge. Is it patient? No, no, no. Add to your knowledge. Is it temp- Is it patience? I think it's patience, temperance, and then okay. But any which ways, the summary there is the wisdom of adding. I think that might be dead. But yeah, maybe that's another, that's another tra- tra- translation. Yeah. Yeah. Temperance might be self control, I think. <laughs> temperance. Then temperance, patience. Patience. Bodily kindness. Godliness. Then bodily kindness. Then love. Okay. You see that all those things, the Lord can, all those things are the things needed in the soul. But there's always a wisdom of adding. The Lord adds, doesn't remove. When you also look at the way the church has been growing, the Lord is adding to the church. Right? So, and that's why, and that's, that's a sense that believers should have. Even us even pastors, right? 
pastor should have that, that the Lord adds. Meaning that everybody, both whether pastor or anybody, we should be looking for what the Lord is doing into the body. Okay, what is the Lord adding to the... When we're looking at prophecy, looking at what has been said, okay, what's the Lord talking about? Okay. What's the Lord adding to the body? Okay, for what purpose? I mean, this summarizes it all. What, whatever the Lord is adding to the body is for the purpose of raising the body as a wife. As a bride. And there's what that means for everybody in the body. So if the Lord wants to raise the body as a bride, it means the Lord wants to raise you as a bride. Abi? So there is, the Lord is looking at a collective, so there's a way the Lord, there's just a wisdom in the way the Lord deals with the body in such a way that he's mindful of the body, but he also deals with us individually, on an individual level. Right? Individual. I think that has always been there. You know, if you look at Israel, the way the Lord was dealing with them, right? There was like there were even though he called the whole Israel, there were certain people that were able to find favor differently from Israel, like Levi. Levi was not Levi didn't move into into being the priest by sheer selection. No, there were things that happened that qualified Levi for ah. Okay, I will make you a priest. Uh, uh, I'll make you a priest unto me, right? To cleave and then Aaron and then all those things. I mean, of course, there are things that would have resulted in that, but there's something the Lord is always looking for. Heart, see the, that heart thing is very important. So you can have all Israel. Everybody was doing whatever. Then Eliezer came. Ah, you cannot be doing this evil. Bah. It was still within Israel that all that happened, right? So within, Israel was the chosen of God, but there were things happening. Inside that, there were people with certain heart that the Lord looks for. Came, he said, no, we cannot do iniquity. Ah, are you? Well done, come. You guess, maybe, sometimes you might be wondering the way the Lord judges, you know, sometimes. Let's talk something about that, the Lord do all those kind of things, but I'll leave that so I can quickly answer the question. But anyways, what I'm saying is that Development is essential, and that's everybody. We should have that whenever we are dealing with God, those are the sense that we should have towards what we are doing. No spiritual activities that we do, <laughs> all those things. And I, I think part of what I was also explaining before I forget, just I said that I move forward is see, all those spiritual activities that we do, there is sign. This means summary of everything I was been saying. That is sign of what the soul can be. Like I said, there's spiritual activities, there's a spiritual nature. So the Lord introduces us, Mr. Chairman, the Lord introduces us to spiritual things. Moves us. In, I hope it's not breaking, eh? Is it breaking? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It might be from here. Ah, Lord, help me so I can say this thing with, with, uh, with kindness. Are we, are we hearing what I'm saying? Okay. So, there's what, um, I think I'm just saying this from the sense of what the Lord has been doing with us, right? So, there is a, there is what the Lord will start from, 
which is for you and me to be spiritual, right? Spiritual activities that we do. Pray, read our Bible, pay attention to our spirit, pay attention to the leading of the spirit, um, different, different, different activities that we call spiritual or that we've tagged. If somebody is doing it, they are spiritual. But the way we should be seeing it is different. If they are doing it, also, we know that it can make them spiritual. But, it's, it, but do, like, engaging in an activity itself is what makes a soul spiritual. A soul needs to do that to get to where it can be spiritual. Or to have a spiritual nature. Now, we're not talking about a spiritual, thank you, Holy Spirit, spiritual nature. Why should you have it? It's because it is a nature inside of God. The Lord has spiritual nature. Just that is a nature that is in Christ. If you don't have that nature, or let me put it that way, that nature is a measure of an inheritance in God. Because the way we inherit God is in bit by bit. You don't come into full inheritance at once. That is the need for journeying. So that we can journey into our inheritance. God himself is our inheritance. So what they are saying is you will inherit all that is God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. But I think I've already, I'm moving forward, but I'm, I forget something I was saying earlier. I must say this so I can finish this. But hold this thought, don't forget. But what I'm saying earlier is, so to get to this part where we fully inherit God, or we get to a spiritual nature, the Lord would have to start us in, you know, get filled, you know, we do all those things, we pray, and then we feel elevated. Ah, oh Lord, thank you. And then you feel something happen to you, and all those things around you. What all those things are geared towards is to move you towards becoming a, a spiritual person, to, be, to becoming a, 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 a spirit, to have a spiritual soul. Right? To be kindly minded is... Death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, right? Now, to be so, the Lord wants to get us where we are spiritually minded. Someone that is spiritually minded is not ordinary, means their frame has been built to be spiritual. You can be spiritual but not yet spiritually minded. What I mean by that is, you can be spiritual when you are just getting towards being fully spiritual. In the sense that you are at the early stage of life in God. Early stage of coming into a measure of life. Very early. Or what, I'm, what I'm saying is, I'm using the nature of the soul to explain. Before a soul will become autopilot in something, there must be supply. Right? Spiritually minded. He's talking about something that has been formed. Right? 
Now, minded. It means that they are always minding it. Right? My thoughts are not your thought. My ways are not your ways. Right? Uh, God's, when, when I'm talking about those two things, God's thoughts, it's also, about, it's also about the thing God mind in a way. You understand what I'm trying to say? Right? So, to be spiritually minded is not just, oh, I'm a prayerful person. I'm, I don't know if I'm... <laughs> to be spiritually minded is to be... To have a spiritual life. Like, like I was explaining, see that prophecy we want to use is, is a higher one, right? But there are lower levels to that, which is life and peace that we just read. To be spiritual, not read, I just said, right? So to come into life, there's a nature of life. Let me put it that way, right? Life, life. So when you have life, there's something to install within a soul, right? Um, so to be spiritually, aha, thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, when I say to be spiritually minded, it's not just life. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Right? So to be spiritually minded, you must have inheritance of life and peace. Right? Those two things must be in you. If you are spiritual, you can have life. You may not have peace. You may. When I say peace, I'm not saying that your life is lacking peace. So, I'm saying peace as the life of God, not as something you feel. So peace as the life of God. But ah, I'm sorry. See, it's difficult for me to. I'm sorry. It's difficult for me to. I will grow. I will grow. Pray for me. It's difficult. It's difficult for me to talk about what I'm trying to say without coming from there. But I know that we are all just talking about foundation. So somehow I feel sad sometimes that. I don't, I've not found a way yet on how to climb, but I'll go from there and come. So the Lord will help me and grow me and develop me in such a way that I'll be able to explain what I'm trying to say. But also I also feel that it's a lot easier to paint the picture of the hope and then explain so that we can have grace to move too. So maybe there's also a help there too, but the Lord will help us. Is anybody discouraged after by what I said or don't understand what I'm saying? No? Okay. Please tell me on so that... So, see, what you tell me, you are helping me. So that I'll, maybe by talking, I can have some wisdom, somehow some help too. Okay, I missed that. Let me come, you know. It's possible I can... I don't want to speak over our head. Amen. Amen. But uh, I believe in a way it's also trying to get across all of us too. Right? So this, this uh, spiritual activity that we start from Right, is very essential. So, and I believe that's that's the okay. So the part I'm talking about that what the Lord is doing with us is moving from just 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 spiritual activity to start having some sense of desire for spiritual life, to have a spiritual life. Why? Because you see what the Lord is doing in the sense that is moving us. Talking about the spirit, impact of spirit, right? Talking about moving towards heavenlies heavenly thought. What do you think heaven is doing? They are trying to move our thought. They are trying to elevate us in such a way that if all as Christians, what we have been bothered about before, right, is our Christian life, right, 
tied to things in the natural because you may not see any pleasure in moving into the spirit thinking about heavenly things ever coming to explain scripture you may not see anything interesting in that or anything worth living for in that you might prefer something that is how can deliver result to you like let me go and pray and fast so that something can land in my hand right let me go and fast and pray or let me pray or let me read my Bible so that the Lord can open a door of money or something for me, right? I'm sure most of us are not like that, right? But I'm also having in mind that most of us listening, right, also, if we are building foundations, most of us are most likely in that area. Whereby, just think, not as the way the mind is. That mind thing is, it's not ordinary, oh. You might see many people in church. It's not everybody that finds spiritual things important. It's not. They might find praying and reading the Bible to get things important because when you look at it, it's their gain. Whenever it's so, it's not seeing something they can gain in their natural life. They may not see anything. Now, removing money, breakthrough, everything from believers. See how miserable many souls will be. No, just, let's, if God should just do that now, you see many souls will be miserable. Why? Because all they live for, in short, their energy is, let me go and pray fast so that so that something can happen for me. Oh, I have a problem. I have a problem. Because of my problem, let me go and see God. Let me go and give money to this man. Let me go and do this. Uh, all these things that I want to do. Let me go and, let me go and, you know, especially some of us that are in Africa, the way we do Christianity is so funny and weird. Thank God that now that some, some that light is coming forth, right? But there's also some kind of weird things we do. Sometimes the reason why some people give money to men of God, right, is not because they, they, God let, let them give. It's because they want to give because of what they will gain. If you bless the man of God, the Lord will bless you. Is that they are blessed they are looking for? Wrong is Satan. See those things. It's Satan a wired mind to be like that. Weird. It's strange. When God is looking at such a soul, be like, ah, what's wrong with this one? Right? Those are the kind of things. But what the Lord is trying to get us to is elevate souls to look more upward. Move their gaze. The Lord wants to move our gaze from natural. And just thinking spiritual activity is just for our gain. But those things ought to move us into being spiritual. And when you talk about being spiritual, it has to do with your nature, your person, developing. Amen. And what I'm saying is that your soul can develop in such a way that whatever is in you is the exact same thing that is in God. When they look inside you, they look inside God. They won't see anything different. And in that instant, it will be clear to say, I am God. I'm not saying, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just giving a sense. Why? The same sense that Jesus had, that he said, uh, my father is God. And the people looked at him and said, what do you mean? How can you say you are the son of God? In that instance, you know that there's God, there's Jesus. But Jesus is God, we know, right? 
but just using that relationship to explain if you say you are the son of God it means you are the same as God you are making yourself equal with God right so that is the end of every believer and what does that mean it means that see God who is the master of the universe is looking for a place to dwell habitation that's what he's looking for and that's why Isaiah is it 60 61 see where is the place 66 actually where is the place you have built of my rest say where is the house that you have built unto me say for all these things other things as my hand made but to this man will I look meaning a man that he will look to is is looking for a land where he will build his house so you're not saying that the person that gets God's attention where he will look is he who has a contrite heart and a broken spirit. See that calls, that, you are talking about meekness in a way, right? If a man does not have, that's why, well, I know we have meekness in different areas, but there's, there's, there's a, a meekness needed for entrance into God's things. So if a heart has meekness in a way, right, the Lord can look to it so that he can build his house there. And when somebody builds the house, what do you do? You live inside it. So God has promised and said that his eternal rest is a man. Where he's going to dwell is inside him. But there's now a mechanism of that's going to happen. And what that mechanism is to download himself into man. Right? So I think, if I not look at the question again, I think maybe this is the right time to answer the question in the sense that when I say don't just look at God from a man that's just sitting on the throne, is the sense I'm trying, or what I'm trying to say is that there's a, there's a way we look at God in, the, in our relationship with him. He's a man far. Well, as if he's far sitting on a throne, you can't near him, you can't approach. You know, there's a way in our relationship with God, there's a way we just think about God. Right? And the picture, me, the picture I had was that, okay, who is God? God is the creator of the universe. He sits on a throne. He's about to judge everybody. You go to judge everybody. If you do good, good for you. If you do bad, hell. Let me just do everything I can do to just please him so I don't end up in hell. Right? So I'm talking about just that. There's a, there's a way the heart can be framed in that kind of a relationship. But I'm saying that we should not just look at God like that. That we should look at God in a close, in a more, in a close up, just having a close up with him. In the sense that, see that this is someone I can inherit that wants to, that wants me to inherit him. Just like a father to a child. Or like a mother to a child. Just looking at that relationship. They are close. There's a closeness. Right? God is not too far to him. Right? And the method of by which he would dwell in us, right, is to make sure we inherit him or inherit his things. And those things that we are going to inherit are things that make him up. I mean that when you open God, you look inside him. Everything flowing inside of him is flowing inside of you. Right? In a sense, God is going to break himself down to enter you, but you'll still be existing. Does that make sense? 
You sometimes look at it in the sense that, okay, how will I inherit God? Okay, what are the things I'm going to inherit? Simple. His laws. Then his life. Because his law leads to his life. Right? What would, I, what would that look like? It's things in my nature that will change. I will think like God thinks. I would judge like God judges. I would respond to things the way God would respond to things. Every, oh, honestly, this question is a little bit hard though, in the sense that what I'm saying is it, but there's a, there's a spiritual import of it. Ah, God, help me to paint this picture in such a way that I'm using what to explain it, but these are things spiritual. But if I will explain it, I will use, I'll have to use words that seem heretic or something like that. And it's as simple as this saying, but it's not heretic. It's just, it will get to a point where, you will grow to a point where they, you will stand as God. God won't need to send in Jemichael to go and do something because. You already have it inside of you. Everything, everything God needs to maybe do is already inside of you. Why? Because He is residing on the inside of because you have inherited Him. Does that make sense? Now, so when you're not talking about what will it look like to be like God, and just check inside your nature. Your nature will change. Why? Because when you're looking at what it will look like, you are looking at you see, this thing is a little bit difficult to explain because you have to see God as He is to really fully explain it. Is seeing God as He is with, ah, without the limitations of our side, the way we think, seeing God for who He is exactly in His person, in His nature, the way He be. Hey, okay, let me put it this way. Ah, I don't know if that would be enough. Is see. A man next to you. Right? If you see a, a, maybe a friend that has come into certain things, when you see, you love it. Like, ah, this thing, I would, I would like to have it inside of me. Right? When you have it, maybe when you are you're able to replicate it, you, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you have it and you are displaying it, there's a memory of that nature tied to where you found it from. Right? In the sense that, ah, I saw, let's say, maybe I saw something in Pastor Emeka, and when I saw it, I desired to be like that because that's, I'm seeing God in that. Right? So maybe it displayed something like a nature, and you saw it, ah, that in a glimpse, just talks a little bit about a person of God, something inside God that we should have. If we're able to emulate it, right, what we have is we have what is inside God inside of us. And I'm using the explanation of maybe you see it in someone to explain the way you feel. When you see the person display something, you pick it, you replicate it, there, there's always, there's a stamp, it's like a stamp inside of you. See this thing, you got it through to a grace there. And in a, in a way, you can say you have them inside you. Does that make sense? Because when, when people are now side by side, 
and you are responding and you have the same thing inside, you will behave the same way. Right? Because the same nature inside them is what is inside you. Just And then you cannot look at it like, like God inside that area. In the sense that when they look at you and God, nothing will be different. And when I say nothing will be different, I'm still talking about even the, the spiritual expression. You know, the same way, okay, this one may be a little bit spooky, but it's just a simple thing I'm trying to explain. In the sense that, you know, the same way Jesus appeared to, I think my wife was asking me this question when I was just talking about it. I think I can't remember who, I think Pastor Mika was talking about it, where Jesus appeared to 500 people at once without, without, it's not a vision. He literally appeared to 500 people at the same time. Now, imagine the mechanism by which that kind of thing can happen. It's not just gift. It's not just gift. There is something that allowed that to happen. It's something inside God. There's, okay, let me put it this way. When they say God is omnipresence, there's something inside him that made him that way. If a man can take it and receive it, they will be omnipresent. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's something like that. And when you look at the picture of the end, it's almost looking like that. Why? Because you said, okay, in the end, there's still a throne, but they're now saying that the tabernacle of God is with men. It shall be their God. And they shall be his people. And when you don't like, look at it, they are the ones that carry him everywhere. And what qualified them to carry God wherever God wants to go, like angels now, cherubs carry God, is that they have the nature, the life, everything that it takes to be able to carry God because if you, if you don't have it, you can't carry God like that. So you must have things inside of Or in short, there must be something from that throne that is resonating with something inside of you. That when it checks inside of you, you say, okay, you have permission to carry. Okay, let, let's rest on you. Right, those I, I'm just using different words just to explain what inheriting God may look like. So what is what? Is, so if you are not looking, okay, what is, okay, it's the, all these things we are talking about, nature, inherit is it? Because the way for for you to be able to inherit God, right, as a man, if they if they just put spirit upon you and then all of a sudden magically, you are like God. It won't work. It won't work. Okay, what's the proof you have it? Especially when it comes to man, that will thing. If your will, no, you know what, you know what, what, what moves your will, right? Has a lot to do with the kind of life inside of you, right? When you just decide to do something, now there are judgments you consider before you do it. Right? When they check that and they check what God would do, they won't, it won't be the same because the life inside of us is different from what's inside of him. It will always, there will, there's, there's, there's like a gap in there. Right? So, let me not forget this thought. So, the 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 will of a man has to be conquered. So when you're now, okay, of course it may look, ah, me inheriting God, why is it just tied, as simple as just, is it just changing, why is it just tied out, okay, I'm not, I'm, this means just asking another question, okay. So, 
It's just nature change. What does it look like? Yeah, it's nature, things like that. Nature change. Simple as it is. Why? Because nature change, right, is tied to life change. It's tied to what is contained in the vessel of a man. A man is a vessel for, is a, a man is pretty much a container to contain things, right? And what a man should contain is God. If it's not God that is inside of us, when you now, when they check God, they check you, they, we can't call you God we can't, yeah, because you don't have, don't contain God, so we can't call you God, right? I don't know. I feel I'm a little bit limited, but God will help me. Time has gone, right? But all I'm trying to say is, as big and imagine as as awesome, you know, thinking about God, you know, as big as it sounds, I'll be like God. It's as simple as you. To be like this, as simple as you changing inwardly, right? From what Satan has configured man to be to who man should be. That's simple. To inherit God is change. What do you look like? Eh. Now, start thinking. No, now, let, let me quickly look, say this. Think about the kind of, just think about the energy, grace, things that you, you, you can perceive. When some you, you came you, or you come into a realization of something that ah I should change this thing maybe you'll be doing it normally nothing no problem all of a sudden you just ah you saw something I'm not supposed I'm supposed to be doing this instead right and then you make a commitment no I will change just look at that simple now look at it. The, the grace you perceive, the, the, the kind of thing, I don't know how to explain, the kind of thing that, it's not like a flow of life, oil that, that open your hand, you just saw something, and the way you see it, all you just see is, I want to change from something, but you saw power, grace, inside it. That thing is just a glimpse of, of what it looks like to have God. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if I'm seeing, I'm hitting the, but I guess, the summary of what I can say is just that to have God is to have his things inside. And how you can have his things inside is it will be rebuilt into your nature, into your life. It will be wired inside of you. Right? Is there anything else I should say before I end? Right, I think, I think that's it. In the sense that it will be Wired. I think I'm, it's just a sense of that irritating God. I mean, just just as simple as that. Honestly, just as simple as that, right? So, not just and okay, and I want us to draw closer to God, not dealing with Him from afar, as if He's just a guy that sat on the throne. There are things that we would, we would come into when we are able to receive His life. And by the time we look at the end, you realize that where you are ending is where God is. Right? After you come into everything, where you will land is where God is. 
what that will look like may not maybe the only hope you are even seeing now is just I'll be like God and that's, and that's okay right I'll be like God you may not okay no, and the situation is for we know not what we shall be see until see, when you see him is when you really see the oh but the Lord will begin to show you different 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 different, different how coming into different natures glimpse ah, this one that one that one what is he saying? He said that this life is in me. It should be in you. Would you want it? Yes. Okay, take it. In the times you are thinking about, let me not slap my neighbor. It seems so simple, right? But when you now look at the power inside of it, for me not to behave this way, when this is what is normal for others, do you think it's that easy? It's not easy, honestly, to behave differently like other men behave. No, it's not easy. What, how other men behave is the order of the day. For a soul to now turn and say, no, I will be different. Ah, no, 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 no. There's a lot of power that is at work. Right. So, did I get the question right, Abby? Am I answering the question? I feel I'm not answering well, but... But that's just it, right? The life of God, you inherit things inside him. That's it. What those things look like until you p- perceive them, that's most of the time you picture it. Right? Ah! This in God, that's in God, that's it. And then changing nature. Changing, as you are changing nature, what you are receiving are things inside Him, inside God. You receive it, it's inside of you. So when all those things accumulate until the end, then you realize that, ah! This is what God looks like. Right? But the Lord is, is not wicked. He makes sure that at every stage as you are coming to things, you are seeing the reward in a way. You are seeing the profit. Right? Ah, you change a little. Hey! So God is like this. Awesome. Okay. Another little. Ah! Okay. Why? It's to encourage you too. Before you finally end. Right? And the Lord is not wicked. He makes sure that He puts reward in whatever you are able to come into. So that if you grow small, there's a reward for that. You may, not, you may not be fully new, but okay, you still have some level of needs. Okay, okay. Then they will reward with some things. Maybe you can be in the first heaven. Maybe later, if you grow more, you can be second, maybe third. But if you want all that is God, then you have to end up where He is, which is on the throne. Right? And for you to be there, it means that, because there are things that govern God. You must have exactly the same nature, the same judgment, the same thing inside of him, inside of you, to, for you to be where he is. So it's not that having God, it's like God will cease to exist and then there will still be God. But everything inside of him will be inside of you. And the way God made it such that for you to have that is that he will deposit it inside your soul. And for you to have it, inside you, you must remove what is there that is not of him before and take what is of Or let me say, when you are receiving all of him, you begin to identify other things that, ah, no, 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 no. Because I've seen what God looks like, no, <laughs> you might be even like, okay, okay, then change. It's all a method. It's, there's a spiritual, it's a spiritual operation which the way the soul sees it is change of nature. Right? And then that's this scripture talking about that you may be partakers of his divine nature. A divine, you see, the divine nature is in God. 
Christ, right? The life inside Christ is in God. The life inside God is in God. Is the fullness of it all. It's full. But they just the way he dished it out. So first, take spirit. First, then Christ, then me. Right? He's adding. And when he's adding to you, now you, you think about it. When, you, when you've come into a nature, there's a way you think that's different. There's a way, when you now think that, you now realize there's something spiritual about it. Right? Don't you think so? Like the slab I was talking about. There's something, sp- no, ah, what could rot this thing? But time has gone, and I need to hear before the Jesus away. Eh? I don't want us to, but I think I've tried to explain it in a bit, right? I believe the Lord would, you know, say it more. And I, but like I was saying, the Lord wants us to, the Lord is moving us more to be more spiritual, to be, to see the, the, the good. So they are putting a lot of deposit to see the, the benefit of growing to be spiritual, not being carnal, begin to be to think more heavenly, spiritually, right? Grow into that spiritual, to grow into the spiritual nature. The Lord is helping us and you know, putting more spirit and, and deposit upon us. Amen. Are we blessed today? Can we just begin to bless the name of the Lord? Father, we thank you for today. Mahatavani Kasita Kaliya Zandaria Samanyanta. Can we begin to pray? That heaven will help us with, with grace. That there will be supply of grace to, to continue to pursue after God. That there will be enough grace for to desire all that is in God. I think that's important. That all that is in God will be our daily desire, our pursuit. And the pursuit for these things will outweigh everything else in our life. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your mercy and your word. We thank you for how you've helped us even to, to move into the word today and to help our heart. We want to encourage us concerning our journey. So be that we exalted, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray that the desire to, to continue in the pursuit of your life, you would, you would supply to us by your spirit in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord, that whatever is needed for understanding, Lord, even concerning this area of growth, you will help us, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, Father, wherever we are short of understanding, wherever we are in need of grace, we ask, Father, that you supply your spirit even to re-explain these things better in the name of Jesus. Lord, that wherever even are falling short, that your spirit would, by grace, supply answers in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. I pray for all those that are looking to have a glimpse of what it would look like. You want to have you ask, Father, that you would give them a taste of your life in the mighty name of Jesus. For those looking for the supply of your spirit for growth and development, Lord, we pray 
that the activities of development will begin to come up. The oil for to be developed will begin to come upon them in the name of Jesus. That the spirit will be activated within them for upward growth, upward movement in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayer. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth.